are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. When you plant a crop, that crop is going to produce whatever it's going to produce in that year. Now, there could be instances like some things that takes more than, you know, you plant a timber crop, you'd be 30 years getting <laughs> But if you're talking about cotton, corn, vegetables, whatever you're going to reap, you're going to reap it in that year or you won't reap it at all because it comes forth in a year. Now, in physical crops, a hundredfold return is about tops. There's some things won't produce over 30. Wheat usually won't produce over 30 or 40 fold return. A hundred fold return is the top. And he planted in a year of famine and received a hundred fold. Now see, if we're talking about the manifestation of God's blessing because of obedience and the hundred fold return, then we can understand that in the planning of giving into the ministry or for the gospel's sake, you're talking about planning finances, you're talking about giving time, you would not necessarily receive it in that year, but in a lifetime. Now, it doesn't always take that long. Thank God it doesn't. But this is the promise that Jesus made. You will receive now in this lifetime. So that's why I say to people all the time when they call and say, why am I not getting my hundredfold return? Or why didn't I get it? I say, are you dead yet? Because as long as you're alive, the promise is being fulfilled. I know when I give that I am believing for a hundredfold return and I'm not going to accuse God of not working on my behalf. I'm just going to be out there looking for it and expecting it. And I'll tell you the truth, many people miss the blessing of God because they don't look for it. They say, well, you know, I heard this and say that it didn't work, and this and said they didn't think it worked, and, and so they're so confused they don't know whether it works or not. It's impossible for you to release your faith under those circumstances. That's why it's important to know what God's Word says. Now let me give you another example here. Well, let me relate to you something that happened to me when I was farming back several years ago. I was praying for rain. Now, it was one of those drought years. <laughs> It was one of those famine years. Boy, I mean, tell you, it was dry. I mean, you had to sprinkle the creek down to go fishing almost, you know. And I'd drive down the turn road. Now, I've actually done this. I've done it a lot of times. I'd drive down the turn road and turn my radio on in my truck. And I would turn it just a little bit off the station where it'd pick up all the static if it was lightning anywhere and just listen to it. You know, if you got your radio just a little bit off the station, if it's lightning anywhere in a hundred miles, you can hear it over that. And I'd turn and I'd just listen to that, you know, <laughs> praying for God to send rain on my crops. And I was going by this field one day and I was looking out there and I noticed the cotton was not wilted as bad as I, it was over a hundred degrees. I said, Lord, why hadn't you sent a rain? Now I prayed, I believed you. I know I believed you and I prayed the prayer of faith. I won't know why it didn't rain. And I'm praying in the Spirit, and I heard this come up in my spirit. He said, would it be all right with you if I decided to just make the moisture rise up under your crop instead of bringing it down from the top? <laughs> and I swallowed a couple of times, and I said, yes, all right, me, just whatever you want to do, Lord, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> 
See, we always got our sights set on, well, now here's the way God's going to do it. But God don't always do it the way we expect him to do it. And I'm telling you the truth, I lie not concerning this. I made over a bale of cotton on that particular field. It's one of the fields that I couldn't irrigate. And most of the people around me, in fact, I don't know anyone around me that made over a half a bale. Now see, if I'd have had my faith in the rain, then when it didn't rain, I'd have lost my faith. But I had my faith in God to provide because I'm believing for a hundredfold return. And I believe with all my heart. He made the moisture rise up under that because that cotton held up when others didn't. Now let me give you another example in the Old Testament. 1 Kings, the 17th chapter. You find that Elijah the Tishbite. Now whatever a Tishbite is, I really don't know. But He went to King Ahab and said, it's not going to rain till I say so. Now can't you just see this guy coming in out of the desert, going in before the king and said, I'm telling you, it's not going to rain until I forecast it. And turned around and walked off. And it didn't for three and a half years. Now he goes out by the brook and his own prophecy dried the brook up. Now let me tell you something, there's a parallel there. There's a lot of businessmen that their own prophecy is drying their finances up. Then God said to him, you go down to the widow woman's house. I've prepared a widow to sustain thee. He said, God, you've got to be kidding. I mean, a widow woman? And he goes down there, and when he gets there now, she's out gathering sticks. And he said to her, bring me some water. And said, while you're at it, bring me a cake. Well, she said, we're gathering sticks now. I said, we only have just enough meal to just make one more cake and my son and I were going to eat it and die. That doesn't look too prosperous around there, does it? I mean, she's going to sustain him and they're fixing to eat one more meal and die. But he says, make me a little one first. And I want you to know she did. She made him one and gave it to him. And the Bible says that that jar of meal did not run dry for a whole year. Now, let me show you something. If you got the King James, it says they ate many days out of it, but mine has a Centercom reference that says for a whole year they ate out of that, and there was only enough for one cake left. Now, what happened? She gave out of her need. She became a seed faither. She gave out of her need and she believed. In what? Not in the meal, not in the ability of that cake to carry her for a year, but her source was God. She was obedient to God in her giving. She gave to supply the prophet's need, but the fact that she gave to the prophet supplied her need. And both of their needs was met. They sustained each other. If she'd have just said, well, I can tell you for sure, we're not giving you no cake. We're just going to eat it and die. Well, they'd ate it and died. But now notice, if they just ate one cake a day, split it three ways, and I, I suppose it's talking about a piece of bread of some kind. If they split it three ways and just had one a day, that's 365 fold return in one year. 
but I believe they ate at least one cake apiece a day, which would be a thousand over a thousandfold return, and it could be that they ate three apiece a day. The Bible doesn't say. But we know for sure they got more than a hundredfold return, didn't they? Now there's people that'll tell you that the hundredfold return principle is not a Bible principle and you're going to get it when you get to heaven. Now if this woman's going to wait till she gets to heaven to get her return, it won't take long because she's going to be there in a few days. <laughs> but thank God she got it before she got to heaven. So what are we going to believe? We're going to believe what somebody's theory is or what somebody has decided they're going to believe or we're going to believe what the Word of God says. I don't know about you, but I'm going to stay with the Word of God because I've already seen it working. <laughs> it works, thank God. But now, folks, it won't work just because it's in the Bible. No more than all the sinners are going to get saved just because it said Jesus died for the sinner. The sinner has to believe it and act on it. And when we see the principle of the hundredfold return, we've got to believe in it. And when we give, begin to activate that thing. See, you all know Jesus 638, don't you? You may call it Luke 638, I don't know. But Jesus said it, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. See, there's blessings that will come your way daily. Even by just, you know, you go to buy a car or something. And I've had people say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do, you know. <laughs> they just get blessed everywhere you turn. But then I see people that say, well, no blessing ever comes to me. I tell you, but I don't believe in this hundredfold return. It's very obvious they don't. Because what you believe, you get. Jesus said, as you have believed, so shall it be done unto you. So Elijah trusted in the provision that God had made. He didn't trust in the widow woman. He didn't trust in the cake she had. He didn't trust in the meal she had. He trusted in God's provision. And the woman didn't trust in her cakes. She didn't trust in just what she had. She took the prophet's word and trusted it. And I'll tell you, when she did, she got exactly what the prophet said she'd get. Now, when we do what God tells us to do, we'll get the results that he said we could have. It's not a matter of God having to do anything for us to enter into the provision that he's made. It's a matter of us believing for the provision that God has made for us. And when we do that, then you're going to see the manifestation of what God has promised. The hundredfold return is a biblically sound principle of the Bible from the Old Testament into the New Testament. And if you believe for it, give, expecting, looking for the return, you will receive it in this lifetime and you'll get eternal rewards in heaven because of it, but you'll get your recompense here on the earth. Can you see that? Can you say amen? amen. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all this week we've been talking about the hundredfold return. And you know what Jesus said is still true today. And the hundredfold return is a Bible principle. Now, I believe the hundredfold return just means the optimum return. And you don't have to keep books on God. You can rest assured that he'll do what he said he'd do. But we have a series entitled The Hundredfold Return. It's offered number 7213. I believe it'll give you insight into 
how the Bible reveals that the hundredfold return is a valid principle for today because we see it under the Old Covenant. In 1 Kings chapter 17, God sent Elijah to the widow woman's house, and when he gets there, she is supposed to sustain him, but she's out of meal and out of oil. She's about to die. Her and her son had just enough for them a cake, and then they're going to die. He said, well, bring me a little one first. In other words, God gave her an opportunity to invest in this man's ministry and to sustain Elijah. And the Lord had already spoken to her about it. And she told him, said, we're going to eat this and we're going to die. He says, fear not. But he says, the cruise of oil will not fail, nor will the barrel of meal run dry. So she did what the prophet said. And they ate for a whole year the center column reference in my Bible says a whole year out of that cruise of oil and that barrel of meal that was nearly empty. Now, that would be a thousandfold return if they just ate one cake a day, but I believe they ate three a day. So that puts it on up there. This is a biblically sound principle. You need to know how to operate in it and how to believe for it. That's offer number 7213, two CDs for $15, $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.